Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the game of love. I am your host, Jessica Smith, and it is great to be back. Oh, it's been a minute, you guys. It has been a minute. Now, listen, life's been busy over here. I've taken a little time off for personal reasons and professional reasons, as a matter of fact. Speaking of which, I have some big things coming very soon. There's a spinoff to the show coming. Yes, I'm not going to give you everything now. I was going to tell you there is a Game of Love spinoff that's coming. There are going to be some changes made to the Game of Love, and they're all very good, very exciting. I cannot wait to share. But first, let's talk about your love life. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about heartache. Let's talk about breakups. Let's talk about bouncing back after a breakup, shall we? Right now, it is Mercury retrograde. It is also the start of cupping season. So it's kind of a dodgy time for us. And it can be an extra difficult time if you are going through a breakup. (sighs) My love life is a freaking saga. (laughs) My mom always says there is never a dull moment and wiser words have never been spoken. My love life is quite entertaining, fun, beautiful, wild at times, never dull. (laughs) Now I'm doing this episode because I am recovering from heartache and I'm hurting and I'm having to bounce back right now. And the reason why I do what I do as a coach, as a host is to help my fellow human. And I am a solid, sound individual. And I know if I'm hurting, other people out there are too. And I would imagine there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who are experiencing a breakup, who are going through a time of heartache and heaviness and sadness. And need to come back, need to heal, need to bounce back. And that's why I'm doing this episode today. (sighs) Over the course of this podcast, I have been pretty tight-lipped about the current state of my love life, just due to personal reasons and professional reasons. I just haven't wanted to share too much. But over the last few months on the Game of Love radio show on Mile High Sports Radio here in Colorado, I have been more open about what is going on in my love life. So for those of you who are not up to speed, (laughs) this year I met someone and it was, oh my goodness, it was everything. I really felt like I had found my person. And now listen, you guys, I have been in love several times. I've been married before. I have had about 4,582 crushes in my life. I've been in lust several times. And this was different. This was magical. This was so beautiful, 
powerful, like nothing I've ever experienced before. It was like I walked into a different realm and it was amazing. And for the last several months on my radio show, I have been saying his name and talking about our dates and our time together and our relationship. And then several weeks ago, suddenly shit started to fall apart. And there was one day in particular that after many disagreements and arguments and just like new relationship stuff, I would, I would say just stuff that we had to work through. There was this, there was this day, it was a Sunday. I was all dressed to go have brunch with my girlfriends and him and I had a conversation and what he shared with me in that conversation broke my fucking heart. And I was so in our relationship and convinced that he is my person, my man, my life partner, my soulmate, my everything. And in that moment, there was, there was a death of a dream. He, he told me something that I just, I'm like, surely this is going to be the end of us or at least the end of the dream that I had for us. And I don't know how, but I managed to keep myself together and I got to brunch and I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to enjoy the day with my girlfriends. Well, <clears throat> two mimosas in and one of my friends turned to me. She's like, I hadn't said anything about my relationship. And usually I'm like the first one to chime in and be like, this is what's happening. And I want to give you an update. And anyway, I was pretty quiet. And uh, one of my friends turned to me and she's like, so when are you getting married? Like, it's going so good. You know, when are you getting married? And I'm like, I was instantly brought to tears. And I'm like, well, I'm not. And he hadn't proposed or anything. I mean, we, we had, we had talked about our future and everything. And, you know, it was, she was asking just to be, you know, coy and cute and everything. And, and to speak to my feelings of like, this man is my everything. Well, I told all of my friends about the conversation that I had just had. And well, <laughs> I'm strong and I've been through a lot, a lot of shit in my life and a lot of heartbreak. And I've, I've, I've lived my, my life and I've experienced a lot. And a promise that I made myself several years ago was I am never going to cry sad tears over a man. So that, that is an agreement I had with myself. And at brunch that day, I cried the entire brunch. And we had like a six hour brunch. It was a whole debacle. We were all over Denver and I have the greatest friends. Thank God. Like I said, I cried. Like I was just walking down the street sobbing. My friends are like holding my hand and we're going to different bars and drinking and I'm just crying. And the wait staff is like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, no, my heart is broken right now. I laugh because it was also pretty fucking hilarious because all of a sudden I get this, you guys, I have no tattoos. And I've been wanting to get one. And then all of a sudden I'm like, 
I'm getting a neck tattoo <laughs> with his name. And my friends are like, over our fucking dead bodies, bitch. Are you getting a fucking neck, neck tattoo with his name on it? But you can get a neck tattoo. So we are going all over Denver looking for a tattoo shop that's open that I could get a neck tattoo. <laughs> so debacle. Debacle was the name of that day. And it was the day that I had a dream die. And it was rough on me. And now I love this man. I want to be with this man. I don't know what our future holds. But right now, my heart is in pieces and I'm having to, I'm having to, you know, come back from this breakup and it's, it's, it's been rough on me. So again, I know if I'm suffering that a lot of you out there are suffering too. So I'm going to give you my tips for bouncing back after a breakup and what has gotten me through and what is currently getting me through. And I, I hope to God that this is the last heartache that I will have to nurse. So to all of you out there that have a heavy heart, that your heart is in pieces, that you're fucking crushed, uh, that you're praying that you'll get over this person, that, that you'll become whole again, that you're looking forward to the day that you wake up in the morning and you don't feel this sadness and this grief and this longing for this person. Um, my heart goes out to you. My heart goes out to you. And I'm here with you. I'm here on this journey with you. And again, that's why I, I took on this profession is because of all the pain that and success that I've achieved and endured. I got you. I got you. I got your back. I'm here for you. <sighs> I'm sending you a big hug. Now, let's move on to my tips, shall we? Let's begin or continue on this bounce back from breakup. Let's start to recover. Let's get back. Let's get back into this healthy heart space, this healthy lifestyle, this healthy, happy life again. Let's start to fucking live again, shall we? <sighs> so again, these are my 11 tips to bouncing back after a breakup. Okay. Are you guys ready? I know you're ready. Let's go. Number one, one of your biggest tools that you're going to use to get through this time is empowering breakup music. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm constantly listening to music. I'm listening to music when I work out, in my car, when I'm working, there's always music playing. So the breakup music that we are going to listen to, ladies and gentlemen, powerful, empowering, like, fuck this shit. God damn, my heart's in pieces. And baby, we are moving on. Like, no sad breakup ballads. Uh, no, no, no. Like, 
strong, empowering, like, I'm a fucking badass. I'm going to recover. We're going to do this. You want these empowering messages to come in. You're going to want to allow them to penetrate your psyche and your subconscious so you can build up in ways that it's like alchemy. It's just going to happen magically behind the scenes, okay? And you're also going to listen to the lyrics and you're going to listen to these artists that have composed these songs that they fucking live through the heartbreak. They, they've survived. They've picked themselves back up. You know, whatever their story is, let their words be comforting and help you to feel strong. Okay. Um, I encourage you to follow me on Spotify and it's in my show notes. So go to the show notes and you can find my Spotify. I have curated a breakup playlist and it's, it's the, the same title as this podcast and it's empowering stuff. Now I got everything from Dorothy L. King to Dolly Parton, Etta James, one of my all-time favorite artists. So it's all, I even have a little Paula Abdul. Yes, I, there, there's a whole eclectic collection of empowering music. So listen to some good music, okay, you guys? All right, number two, stop saying their name and invoking their energy. Our words have power. Our words are energy. And when we say a word, it invokes feelings. It invokes energy. And when we say somebody's name, that brings their energy into our fields. So stop saying this person's name. Now, you guys, I I have a lot of skills. (laughs) I have a lot of talents. And one of them is almost completely eradicating memories of men in my life. (laughs) I like I go cold turkey most of the time with breakups. Now, this last breakup that I am going through, it's not cold turkey. We're still seeing each other. I it's not cold turkey, but every single man <laughs> that preceded him, I have gone cold turkey. And you guys, there are times that I have, I'm not exaggerating. I have literally forgotten the names of men I've been in a relationship with. <laughs> it's quite spectacular. There was one guy that I dated several years back that I stopped saying his name. I told my friends and family, we're not going to say this gentleman's name anymore but we still have to refer to him, right? Because there's still like, he still was present for a time in my life and he still played a role. So we started calling him he who shall not be named. So it's like Harry Potter, Voldemort. <laughs> so we, I haven't said this man's name in years, but my friends will be like, hey, have you heard from he who shall not be named? And we're like, oh, uh, and so I'll do that. I also, the the last guy I dated um, that nobody knew about, you guys didn't know about it. Instagram, social media didn't know about it. I kept it under wraps. And also, all of my prior breakups have been very absolute. 
when I break up, it's like the feelings are almost instantly gone. It's like, it's really alchemy. It's, it's, it's magic. And it's, I don't know exactly if it's a God-given gift or if it's been something that I've cultivated or both, but it's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, my friends and family are like, I'm sorry, did you just break up with a guy like yesterday and you are completely fine? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, which I really am. So this last guy that I dated last year, <laughs> I broke up with him around the holidays and I had my family in town and my best friend FaceTimed so we could have a friends and family meeting about what nickname we are going to give this man. <laughs> so we gave him a nickname and that's how we refer to him because we don't want to call his energy back to us. Because I have this thing, when I think about a guy, I hear from him. If I speak about a guy, I hear from him. And so I have to be very careful with my words. And you need to be very careful with your words too. Because if you are trying to get over someone, you cannot be saying their name. And they're going to get this like spiritual signal like, oh, there they are. And there's going to be this gravitational pull that leads you guys back together in some capacity. I'm not saying you guys are going to get back together. I'm just saying there is a, there is a connection. There is a spiritual cord that binds you guys that I'm actually going to talk about this later on in this episode, but you need to be very conscientious about how you think and speak about this person. Okay. Cause you don't want them around anymore. I mean, the breakup, if it's your decision or not, if it was their idea or their doing, it's still a breakup and, and you still need to move on. I believe all breakups are inherently good to some extent. They don't always end well. They're not always pleasurable, but they are necessary. So we got to get through them. And with that, we need to be very careful with our energy and make sure we are doing what it takes to make the end an absolute so we can move on with our lives. Because the, the goal is to find our person, right? Our goal is to be happy. Our goal is to be in a healthy, thriving relationship. And if we have the the lingering relationship and feelings and ties and energy connections and all of that, we're not going to make room for our person that's really supposed to be there. Okay. So number two, stop saying their name, or you can do what I do, give them a nickname and have a little fun with it. Okay. All right. Number three, when it comes to a breakup, they're Usually, not all cases, but usually there is a lot of grief and we are forced to face a new reality where this person doesn't exist. So we're not having date nights. We're not living with this person. We're not getting texts. We're not getting calls. This person is no longer in our lives. And that can really fucking suck 
that can hurt. And I mean, from the moment you open your eyes in the morning to the moment you close your eyes at night and maybe even in your dreams, this person could be lingering and it could be it could be nagging at you and you could be longing and, and really suffering from not having this person in your day-to-day life. And there's going to be moments or there could be moments that you just want to say, God, I miss you. (laughs) I miss us. I just want to hear your voice. Do you remember when I heard this song today? There's going to be times that you're going to want to reach out. You're going to want to text. You're going to want to call. Don't. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stop texting. Stop following them on social media. Stop checking their social media. And what you can do to replace that behavior, because there's there's a probably a hole in your heart. There's a hole in your life. And we need to start filling that back up. So when you get that need, that desire, no matter how strong it is, text one of your friends instead. Call one of your friends. I have my clients text me. Like if you are going to reach out to them, if there's that burning desire and you're picking up your phone and you know, you're, mm -mm, you're making moves to go in that direction, text me, call me. Okay. Use your friends, use your family for, for help. Okay. Number four, talk about filling that void. Number four is work out, go and move your body. Because when you move your body, it's going to promote happy, healthy feelings. And it's going to create good endorphins and hormones in your body. That's going to help you and aid in your, not only your physical health, positive mental health and well-being, and it's going to help heal your heart. You're going to feel strong. You're going to feel powerful. You might even feel sexy. That's another thing too. You, honeys, go work out. Like get that revenge body on, okay? If it's ended amicably or horrendously, you're going to want to look good because you're going to get back out in those streets, boo. You got to have that body right. <laughs> So we are going to get our workout on, okay? Like I am literally sitting here in my own sweat (laughs) as I record because I just went out and I ran, I was going to say I ran my ass off, but no, my ass is still fat over here. (laughs) I'm like, we're going to go for that revenge body, okay? So we have the revenge body to work towards and then we just need positive, healthy mental well-being right now. Like we we need all the help we can get. It's like all hands on deck over here for this heart healing process. And with that, we got to work out, okay? Whatever that is, however that is for you, that could be like some power lifting, that could be yoga, that could be dance, that could be Pilates, that, you know, running, doesn't matter. Just go do it. Just go do it. Just help yourself in feeling good, okay? Number five, 
we are going to change their name in our phones. <laughs> yes. Listen, we need reminders because those moments, like I was saying earlier, number three, when we want to text them, we need every line of defense up to help us out, to not reach out. We need those reminders. So going in and changing their name in our phone will help with that. Now, <laughs> this cracks me up because, oh, the names that I've I've created for men over the years. One of my go-tos is Jessica, exclamation point. Don't you dare text him. That's my go-to. My favorite one that I used this year was nope. <laughs> N-O-P-E, nope. That's just, that was his name. It was, it was his photo and nope. And it was hilarious because if you text me, it would just pop up nope. And I'm like, who is, oh, that's nope. (laughs) So when I had had those moments of feeling weak and I'm like, I'll just text him real quick and nope. So change their name in your phone as a good solid reminder to not text them. All right. Number six, make a list of why the relationship didn't work out and why they were not your person. Make that list. For me, what's been beneficial is to make that list with my girls, with my friends. We sit down there like, girl, you got to remember. You got to remember. Do you remember what he did that one day? Yeah, you got to write that down, sis, because your man would not do that, okay? Now, there's other things that are quiet that are personal that maybe my friends don't know about and that I need to do on my own. But anyway, make that list of why the relationship didn't work out and why they were not your person. You could talk about it with your friends and family. Definitely journal about it. If you are in like crisis mode, like I was at my brunch where I was crying and drunk. And I was a hot mess. I was a hot mess. My friends called it a goddess in crisis. Okay. So if you are at a place that you are in crisis and you need to take desperate measures, there's a couple things you can do. Some of you don't need to do this, but some of you do. Make post-it notes of why this person wasn't the one and put them everywhere. Put them on your bathroom sink your coffee maker, on your computer. So it's in your face because what can happen is when we are feeling hurt, broken, vulnerable, sad, a lot of times our brain will take us back to those good times. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you think about like when you first met and when things were great and all the beautiful things that they did. And we tend to forget about the fucking shit they put us through. Okay. We don't think about that Saturday night. Well, we didn't know where their asses were that we felt in our gut that they were up to no fucking goods. All right. We forget about the times that their asses are on Instagram, liking all these fat ass hot hoes. <laughs> Oh, we forget about the time that they are on their on their gram on Friday night out 
with their girls, having a great time. You know, we forget, we, we forget about those moments when we see a text message pop up on their phone. Like, Ooh, can't wait to see you again. Like who the fuck is that? Okay. We, we forget about those times when we're fucking heartbroken and we're hurting and we feel fucking shattered. We forget about those times. And we start thinking about these sweet times, the good times. And that's, that's where we fuck up. When we slip into those blissful memories and our heart starts to go back to them. So we're not going to do that. We're going to keep those reasons and those reminders right in our faces. So we don't fucking forget. So we don't forget. I'm going to put them up on our walls. We're going to put them on that coffee maker. So as soon as you wake up in the morning and you are feeling sad and vulnerable and you fucking miss them and you wish that they didn't fuck up, it's going to be right in your face, baby, and remind you. It's going to remind you. You can also put this on your phone. Create a beautiful little wallpaper, the reasons why. So every time you pick up your phone, it's right there reminding you. Okay? Ooh, number seven. Stop masturbating to them. Stop getting off to them. Now, when I'm in a relationship with someone, I, I'm going to give it to you real and raw here, ladies and gentlemen. When I am dating someone, I'll watch porn when they're not around just like to get off. To me, it's just like a, it's a transaction. It's like, I just, I just need something to get off to. And then like, it doesn't have any merit or weight to me. It's just a tool. Okay. Just like I use my womanizer to get off or my hands. Like that's all it is. It's just a tool to get off. Now, also when I'm in a relationship with someone, I'm monogamous and I will not, and I repeat, will not fantasize about anyone except for them. Now, I don't know. I don't know if that's normal or not, but that's how I choose to conduct myself. To me, that's being in integrity in my relationship. I'm not going to sit there and go through the Rolodex and be like, oh, yeah, I remember like, I remember that night a few years back that was fucking hot. I'm going to use that. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't use that. I don't use it. And I, I will only fantasize about my man. And again, this is just my experience when I am masturbating, when I'm in a relationship, I usually have some scenes that I play out that get me off, or I'll have like one big scene that like does it for me. And that gets me off. It just gets me off. And when I break up with someone it's always kind of a sad time. The first time that I go to pleasure myself and I'm not with that person, I'm like, fuck my scene that got me off. Like I can no longer think about that anymore because I don't want my sex life attached to that person anymore. Like they're done. Like when we break up, you're done. You might get a, every once in a while, a 
few years down the road, uh, something will remind me of like, oh, I remember when. Oh, isn't that cute when I dated that one guy? I can't remember his name, but we had that moment. That was cute. Oh, next. Bye. Uh, They're fleeting moments. They're fleeting memories. I don't want my current and future sex life tied to that person. And there is a lot of power in orgasms. There's a lot of power in sex. There's sex magic is real. And for me, masturbating when I'm in a relationship fuels our connection. It fuels our sex life when we are together. And we got to cut that when a relationship ends. Because if we are still, if we're still coming, thinking about that person, it keeps that person in our psyche, in our energetic fields. It keeps us bound. And we can't have that anymore. So going back to the first time I will masturbate when a relationship ends, I'm usually pretty pissed because I've crafted the scene in my head that will get me off. And now I can't use it anymore. I'm like, damn it. (sighs) So that's when I resort to two other things. Number one, I will, I'll lean on porn for a while to get me, to to get me over the hump. And (laughs) until I'm in another sexual relationship, And then also something else that I got from my friend, Amy Edwards, she's been on the show. I've been on the Amy Edwards show. We talk about self-pleasuring and she's like, I just won't think about anyone. I will just think about pleasing me. And that's really powerful. And I think in a bounce back from a breakup situation, it's really important for us to really care for ourselves. And part of that is in our self-pleasuring. It's in masturbating. It's focusing on, on us and our pleasure and using that sex magic to put our heart back together and using all the beautiful hormones and euphoric feelings in that orgasm to heal us to heal our hearts, to heal our bodies, to heal our minds. You guys, after this breakup, like my body has been in shambles. Like I've been breaking out. My digestion has been off. I got a cold. My menstrual cycle, like everything is out of whack. I mean, like, so. (laughs) An orgasm is so healthy for us for our body, mind, and soul. So use it medicinally, okay? That's a good one, huh? I love that one. That parlays into number eight. Make a plan to reinvent yourself. Look, people come into our lives. You guys, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, I've said this a million times, and I will say it a million more times, that people come into our lives for a reason, always for a reason. Sometimes it's for a moment, sometimes it's for a season, and sometimes it's for a lifetime. More often than not, it's going to be for a moment or a season, okay? So when it comes to reinventing yourself, you now need to go back to the drawing boards, look at yourself in your glorious totality, 
the amazing things, the good things, the mundane things, and maybe the not so great things. And remember, I'm a big fan of unconditional self-love, ladies and gentlemen. So even those things that you think that are, quote, bad about you, that are negative things, that are weaknesses, no, baby, that's what makes you unique. You need those things. There's nobody perfect out there. And you know what? You are perfect just the way you are. There's only one person. There's only one you in this whole world. Only one you in this whole entire world. We need you to have those weaknesses and those flaws. It's what makes you, you. Okay? Love yourself unconditionally. Love yourself in your totality. Love all of what makes you, you. Now, when it comes to this reinventing, I just said you are whole, perfect, and complete just the way you are. But as human beings, we are obligated as spiritual beings to continue to grow spiritually. Okay? That's the whole reason why we're putting on this planet is to grow spiritually. And what you need to do in these times of crisis is to sit down, go back to the drawing board of life and see what needs to be tweaked by looking at that relationship and saying, hey, what, what, what reason, what lesson, what gift did this person bring into my life? Why did they come into my life? Why did I call them in? What did I learn? You got to look at all of that. You got to look at all that. And you got to take those lessons and you got to implement them into your life because we are not going to keep repeating negative patterns. Mm -mm. Nope, 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 nope. Ladies and gentlemen, we like, I'm speaking for all of us. We're not going to do this shit again. No, no, no. We're not going to go through a breakup like we just had. We're not going to date another person like we just had. We are upgrading. We are improving. We're not going to keep repeating this stuff. So we got to learn. We got to sit down and we got to figure out why we attracted this person. What role did we play? Because we all played a role. We are not victims here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no, 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 no. We are grown ass adults that take responsibility for our actions. We got to look in the mirror and we got to say, what shit did I, did I bring to this table? Because all day we can toot our horn all day. Well, some of us can better than others. We can think that we were right. How about that? A lot of times in our relationships, we're like, I'm right. I'm right in this fight. Like it's my way or the highway. No, no, no. It's none of that. None of that we're going to put our strong, delicate little (laughs) egos. Did you catch all that? (laughs) We're going to take our egos. We're going to put them aside. We're going to look in the mirror and say, okay, this is all the goodness that I brought to this relationship. This is the good stuff that I learned. Now, what shit did I bring to this relationship? Hmm. How did I act a fool? Hmm. I'll share personally what I did in this relationship that was, was not good is I am very calm and strong and like, I am smooth and consistent. And this relationship, he's fiery, he's wild, he's rough around the edges and it's hot. (laughs) It's hot. But the downside of that is it can be a little unhealthy at times. It's funny. It's a double-edged sword. It's that part of him is so beautiful because it 
is who he is. And I love it. And the dark side of it is it can get unhealthy, can get a little toxic when it comes to fighting. And so I didn't hold on to my integrity. I didn't keep myself in check. And I found myself on several occasions with him that we were screaming at each other. One night, I think the whole neighborhood heard us fighting. And I'm a classy woman. I am classy. (laughs) I am, I have respect for myself. I have dignity. And I let go of that. And I, I was acting out and it wasn't, it wasn't beautiful. So when it comes to my plan in reinventing myself, it's like, I had to look in the mirror and say, baby, you lost yourself, girl. You were acting a fool. And just because he acted a fool doesn't mean you get to act like a fool. It's the whole two wrongs don't make a right, right? I'm like, we're not doing that again. That was, mm -mm, that's, that's not how we act. Okay. I also lost myself because I stopped taking care of myself. I started taking care of him and I didn't take care of myself. I didn't make myself a priority. I was pouring more love into him than I was me. And that was me giving my power away. That was me giving my power away. So in me reinventing myself at this place in time, it's taking care of me. Going back to, you know, you are the constant in your life. People are going to come and go due to many circumstances, uh, many that, you know, are going to be easy and some are going to be horrific. (sighs) You are the one constant. You are always going to be there. There is not one person on this whole planet Earth that's always going to be there. I'm sorry to say that but you are going to be the only person that always has you. So you got to take care of yourself. Do you hear me? So you need to put a plan in place to make sure that you are the healthiest, happiest version of yourself. Sit down, pull out your journal, pull out a napkin. If you're sitting in a coffee shop somewhere, doesn't matter. Just sit down and devise a plan. Your comeback, your bounce back, your reinvention. You get to choose again. You get a fresh start. You get a fresh start. Okay? Number nine, you got to step back into your power, boo. You got to step back into your power. Now, there's a scene in Black Panther where Black Panther is with all of the tribes people and he is in that first battle where after his dad is killed and he is going to become king of Wakanda and he's fighting the king of the mountain, which, ooh, the king of the mountain. God damn, that's a mountain I would climb. Side note. Uh, <laughs> so... I digress. Black Panther is getting beaten by the king of the mountain and his mother yells to him. And I don't remember exactly what she says. I'm not going to quote her, but 
this is my translation of what she says. Okay. This is my, like, this is how I remember it. So I can speak to myself and empower myself. She says, remember who you are, show him who you are. And in that moment, when he hears his mother, the the queen mother, it snaps him out of his victimhood. It snaps him out of this place of, uh, I'm getting my ass kicked here, you know, to, I remember who I am. I know who the fuck I am. And he steps up and he wins. And yeah, he's, he's hurt and he's wounded and he needs medical attention, but he remembers who he is and he wins that battle. So you got to remember who you are. You got to remember that you are here for a reason. You got to remember all of the beauty that makes you, you. There's no more being a victim. Okay. And listen, you might be in a place where you're feeling pretty good and you might be in a place where you haven't been able to get off the sofa for a few days. But in this moment right now, you envision yourself in your highest, your highest form, your highest self, all the beautiful qualities that you possess and that you will possess in the future. You remember who the fuck you are, how strong you are, compassionate, beautiful, generous, courageous, intelligent. You right now close your eyes and think about all the amazing things that you are. You remember right now. You remember who the fuck you are. You step back into your power. So now that I just went all spiritual on you, let's go to number 10, shall we? We are going to do a spiritual cord cutting. Not today, but you're going to do it on your own. I've been talking about energy and how when we are in relationship with someone, when we are in love, when we feel a deep spiritual connection, if it's a soulmate connection, a soulful connection, a twin flame connection, just a powerful connection, all right? When we are intimate with someone, when we are intimate both emotionally and sexually, there is a spiritual court that is created with you and that person. And this cord is called the etheric cord or ethereal cord. And this is a spiritual, the spiritual tie that binds you to this person. Now, when this connection, when this cord, the connection is healthy, we feel alive. We feel joy. We feel the butterflies. We feel euphoric. We will have that that synchronistic vibe with this person that you'll be thinking about them and you go to pick up your phone and they text you right at that moment. And you're like, Oh my God, I was just thinking of my phone to text you. 
or you're thinking about something and then they say what you're thinking about and you're like, oh my God, I was just, I was just thinking that. And that was so out of left field. It's this connection. It's telepathic. It's psychic. And it's allowing us to tap into each other's consciousness with soulmate connections and soul families. A lot of times we have a collective consciousness that we will operate within, use, pull from. And you could have that with a person. You have the same goals, the same dreams. It's beautiful when this connection is healthy. Now, when this connection is not healthy, we definitely feel that during a breakup, that we will feel obviously a a disconnect from them. Like I, I can't quite feel that person anymore. I can't, I, I can't tell how they're feeling. And I, 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 I could go down this whole like spiritual, cause I will have, for me, what I found, I can feel this per- person psychically and I can almost tell where they're at. Like, for example, when Jonathan and I were really, really in love and very connected, I was at a concert one night and I was at Tedeschi Trucks Band at Red Rocks in Morrison, Colorado, an amazing night. And all of a sudden I just had this vision. I I knew he was camping in Yellowstone and I just had, I like closed my eyes and I could see him. I could see that he was sitting with his brother outside. I could, I could see the landscape and I could see how he was sitting and he was talking to his brother in a very sweet, intimate way. And I'm like, oh my God, I know what he's doing right now. And the next day I text him and I said, hey, what were you doing last night? And he said, I was sitting outside with my brother and I was having a heart to heart with him. I could see what he was doing. Because our cord, our etheric cord that bound us allowed for psychic seeing. Now, when that starts to go to shit, we can't see as well psychically. And that can, that can be very sad. It's very sad. It's like I, I can't feel him like I once could feel him. And with that disconnect can come feelings of fear, frustration, worry. A lot of the feelings that come from people who are more anxious attached styles of like, where are they? Where am I, where's my person? And there's, there's sadness. There can be, you know, things can just run amok sometimes, you know, there can be jealousy and, you know, these kind of like ugly things pop up when our connection isn't good. And going back to what I was saying earlier, I believe that all breakups are inherently good. They're not good to go through, but they're good for our highest and best good because this relationship, this person was not meant for us. And there is something 
better, someone better waiting for us. And we need to get through this breakup and we need to learn our lessons. Then we need to end it and really, truly move on. And where a lot of people miss the mark, that's my dog, where a lot of people miss the mark when it comes to recovering from heartbreak is they don't sever the spiritual ties that bind them. So there's this lingering feelings and this residue. You, it's, it's, so, it's so deep within us. It's deep within our subconscious and our psyche. We have to have a spiritual moment with ourselves that we cut the cord that connects us with that person. It's a must. It is an absolute must. So let's talk about logistics when it comes to a cord cutting. There are many cord cutting ceremonies out there that you can do. I have spent years crafting the most simple and powerful cord cutting ritual that you can do that will cut the cord that binds you to an ex, to a lover. And it works, you guys. It fucking works. It is It is short and sweet and powerful. And every time I've done it, every time my clients have done it, my friends have done it, when they've done it, I'm not going to tell you exactly what the secret sauce is. I work with my clients. I help them. I take them through this cord cutting ceremony. So if this is something that you know you need to do with a person or many people, because you can do cord cuttings for one person. You can do cord cutting for a whole slew of people. You can cover all your exes, your lovers. You can cover some territory and some ground. So if you need to do this, contact me slide into my DMs, send me a message, go to my website, get in touch with me, book a session with me, and I will walk you through this cord cutting ceremony. I will either walk you through it myself or I will give you all the tools that you need so you can do it by yourself and cut these cords so you can move on. Because again, the goal, the goal is to learn the lesson from this person, from this relationship. Learn the lesson make changes in your life, heal, and then move forwards. Move forwards towards that person, that soulmate, that relationship that you've always dreamt about. Keep going. Keep going. So you can have that relationship. So again, contact me. Contact me so you can cut that cord and you can move on. Okay. I to go a little further with the cord cuttings. I every time I've used them, like I said before, every time I use them, they've been so powerful and they have been such a gift, such a gift to me. I've almost completely eradicated <laughs> men from my life. And the last cord cutting I did was several months ago. And when I did this cord cutting, I had been seeing this guy and it was not super serious. Guy that I spoke about, that was a catalyst for, for me talking about my love life and, and 
in real time. Anyway, I did a cord cutting around him and within it, I addressed some other things that were really, really deep within me. And it was the most powerful cord cutting I had because there was a lot of healing that what happened in that moment. And it was so, so powerful and so timely that I met the man I love, that I currently love, that I'm also heartbroken over at the same time. It's just fuckery. I met him hours after I did that cord cutting. And I really believe it was divinely orchestrated that I had to do that cord cutting. And I had to face the feelings that I felt and go through that cord cutting in order to step into the love that that was waiting for me. Um, so please get in touch with me. I will, I will help you with your cord cutting. I will help you cut that tie that binds you to that person and get you on your way to bouncing back and moving forward and finding that love and that relationship and that person that you're dreaming of and that you deserve. All right. Number 11, we're going to leave you on a happy, fun, playful note. Now, before I tell you number 11, take it with a grain of salt. Okay. Let's just have a little fun. All right. The best way to get over a man is to get under another. <laughs> oh, I'm half teasing when I say this one. This one just cracks me up. Now, listen, you need to do some soul searching if you're going to do number 11, okay? You have to really sit down and see where you are at in this breakup situation. Some of you absolutely should not be hopping into bed with anybody else right now. Some of you have no business having sex with anybody else. Okay. You guys have heard my other shows when I talk about sexual energy and connection and all of that. Uh, no, some of you are not in a healthy place to do this. Okay. Some of you, some of you, why the fuck not? Go, go, uh, go get you some. Go, go, go enjoy yourself because some of you have been starving for attention, affection, love, intimacy. Go get yourself some. Go do it. I, I have never subscribed this to a client, but I did have a former colleague of mine and good friend of mine who was in a marriage that was very unhappy and it just went on and on and on. And she was just not able to pull the trigger and their, their divorce proceedings lasted forever. And I just finally looked at her and I gave her that advice. I'm like, honey, the best way to get over one man is to get under another. You need to go fuck someone. Like, really, you need to like, <laughs> you need to go out and do this for you. Like, you need to get your fucking back broke. Okay. Like, go, you deserve it, honey. You've been suffering long enough. Go get you some. 
So again, number 11, it's not something that I'm prescribing to all of you. It's to have a little fun. There's a lot of healing and laughter. So some of you might have gotten a nice laugh out of this. And I hope you all did. Some of you should definitely, definitely not sleep with anyone else and go back to that plan of reinventing yourself and loving on yourself and caring for yourself and remembering who you are and step back into your power. Oh, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for showing up. I've been MIA for a while because... I, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I have some surprises coming up for the game of love, some new things coming that I'm very excited about. So I've been at the professional drawing boards and I've been working my booty away over here. And also I've been falling in love and going through heartache. So it's been the best of times and the worst of times over here. (laughs) So I haven't been on the mic and that hasn't stopped you guys from listening. I logged in to look at the numbers of the podcast the other day and I'm like, oh my God, my people are still here. You guys are still here listening. And I love you for that. I love that you guys have so much love for me and that you trust, that you trust me and and you call upon me and you show up for me and with me. And, you know, it takes a tribe. It takes us all. And My heart goes out to you if you're hurting. My love goes out to you. You'll get through this. You'll get through this. And to the people who are out there that are listening that are not brokenhearted, that are my loyal fans and and listeners, thank you so much. Thank you. I love hearing from you guys. So really go to my Instagram and send me a message. And I would just love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you and I would love the opportunity to be able to express my appreciation for you tuning into this show. I'd love that. We're back, baby. We are back with the Game of Love. Game of Love radio show on Mile High Sports is back on this Friday. I am so excited and I have some great things, some exciting news coming up soon that I will share and... I'm really excited to continue on this journey of navigating through this world of love and dating. And thank you for letting me be one of your guides through this. And I'm sending you so much love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, get out there and love each other.